Welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. My name is Foster Brown. The Tunnel Vision column in our spring 2014 issue featured a bizarre piece of art called the Pulverizer in front of an auto recycler on Highway 501 in Buena Vista, Virginia. It is just one of dozens of huge, humorous, and highly visible works of art created by Mark Klein. In our interview with Mark, I hope you'll catch some of his passion for creating these merry roadside monsters that have found homes all over the country. His one regret is that his art may be dying. Today's interview is brought to you by the Illinois Road 66 Scenic Byway, where the mother road begins. From famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems, Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. And history comes alive every day in Springfield, Illinois. It's interactive time travel fun for the entire family. For more about great getaway packages, call 800-545-7300 or go to visit-springfieldillinois.com. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. In the spring 2014 issue of American Road Magazine in our Tunnel Vision section, uh, we discovered uh, a, a rare collection of some unique art forms that are in Virginia. And matter of fact, the article was about a new cyborg from old parts that was appearing in Buena Vista, Virginia. And the person who's on the line with me right now, Mark Klein, is the creator of that and many other works of art. Mark, thank you very much for joining us here. Oh, my pleasure. Mark, give us some idea about your background as an artist and maybe how this cyborg fits into that collection that you have. Well, I sort of forced gumped my way into what I'm doing today. <laughs> I was uh, just a kid out of high school, and um, I'd always been attracted to shapes, different shapes ever since I was a kid. And uh, um, I was the class clown in school, and um, the class clown needed props, and so I would find these various shapes to use. Say for instance, I I um, would uh, I took a uh, I played Stan Laurel in a, in a school play and I needed a derby, and uh, so I went over and took my mother's round mixing mixing bowl and, and spray painted it black and you know did cut some cardboard out around the side and, and I was in the show and everybody was laughing. My mother was out there laughing. Everybody thought it was great and you know and after the show, you know, I said, Mom, you like the show? Oh, it was fantastic. I said, Good because you know, I used your uh, mixing bowl as the uh, derby. <laughs> But of course, she couldn't get too mad at me because, you know, she was she was laughing. But, you know, I pull things like this all the time. But I would see things. I did a 9-11 uh, dedication, a five-year anniversary, and I mm-hmm. took two 40-foot-long um, of these uh, uh, storage bins and uh, spray-painted them white and had a crane lift them up side by side. So, I mean, you know, I would look at things for other than what they were, and um, this is kind of how this, this began. You know, I, I do what I do because, number one, this is, you know, I make a good living at it, but I enjoy it so much, and I realize that this is a way of, uh, it, it, it brings a lot of enjoyment to people's lives. Um, it's, it's a form of healing for me, and I feel that that's, that's mm. the reason we're on this planet, yeah. and to, to help others. Um, that, that I can get paid to do this is a, is a real plus. Now, by the way, the uh, the piece of art that uh, was focused on in our uh, Tunnel Vision article was the one called the Pulverizer. That's P-A-U-L-V-R. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently... it was named after the guy named Paul uh, Paul Palma. He owns um, a, re- a recycling plant. Right. 
and this 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 piece was uh you know we were trying to think of a name and i said well you know it's uh you know you, you pulverize things here let's call it the pulverizer and i was it was either that or the palmerizer you know <laughs> so so uh he, he was yeah well whatever whatever mark but uh but this this piece was actually an, an old piece that i had that i uh re- refurbished i'd originally done this for a science fiction mini golf about 20 years ago down in Next at North Carolina, and that place is uh, really submissive to a lot of t- hurricanes. And a hurricane that took this thing down, and I got it back and, and uh, had it sitting around for about 20 years. Now, uh, it's, and sometimes I'll have things sitting in my yard, and I'll wait for a new opportunity to present itself. And uh, I became friends with Paul, and uh, he was looking for something, and I had it out in the out in the boneyard, so to speak. And so I was able to refurbish it and make it work for him. Excuse me, that's on Highway 501, right? Yeah, it's uh, and that's Buena Vista. They actually pronounce it Buena Vista. Oh, Buena Vista. All right, I'll get the uh, the, the proper pronunciation here. Let's talk about some of your other uh, um, things that you've done as well, and maybe where people can find them. I, I know I found your website, which is called the Enchanted Castle Studios, and on that I see that there there's a whole lot of stuff that you have created in these last 32 years of artistic endeavor. Talk a little bit about some of those other items that you have there. Well, I guess one of my most uh, popular and most famous pieces is uh, a full-size replica of Stonehenge made entirely out of foam. And wow. it's here in Natural Bridge. It's about a mile and a half from my, my studio, and it's called Foam Hinge. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and it's actually the uh, first, the 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 first full size replica of Stonehenge I built. I actually built another one for a, a multi billionaire down in Alabama, and uh, he uh, he he got me to build him one out of fiberglass. So I'm I'm probably the only man in history that's built that's built two replicas of Stonehenge. <laughs> And, and and to think it took the the druids fifteen hundred years just to build one, you know, I just don't understand. They should have used foam. Yeah, that's it. They did. If they only had styrofoam, they could have done know, this much more well, simply. There's, well, there's there's that, and then I'm, you know what I really enjoy doing though is is, is and these are, a lot of these are um, what I'm getting ready to tell you about are temporary, but they're April Fool's jokes. Now every year I create an elaborate April Fool's happening somewhere, and I was just asked this the other day. What was my favorite uh, display? And I would have to say would be the uh, – uh, I took a small Virginia town called Waynesboro. Happened to be happens to be my hometown, and I put five elephants walking across this big hill. You could see it from all points of the town. And and uh, on, on the first elephant, I put a statue of Hannibal, and I called this Hannibal Crosses the Blue Ridge. <laughs> I love it. So, but we did that. But, but, my, but again, my favorite are, 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 are things that – can really bring out the emotion in people and yeah. uh, and, and really uh, help in some way uh, create uh, laughter in their lives. That is wonderful. Uh, by the way, we are talking with uh, the artist himself, Mark Klein, who is a person who created uh, something that appears in our uh, spring issue of American Road Magazine in 2014 and under the title of New Cyborg from Old Parts, and it's in our tunnel vision. Mark, there's a great history, and our magazine follows this across America, the two-lane highways in particular, of these wonderful, bigger-than-life kind of things that are put outside of businesses to which the largest snowman, the, the biggest ball of twine kind of thing. Have any of your other works been like the pulverizer uh, that are on highways near businesses to attract attention? Well, absolutely. And, you know, one of the most popular is known as, of course, the iconic Muffler Man. And, you know, the Muffler Man was, was actually, I didn't originally create this. It was originally created out of Venice, California back in the, uh, I think it was the late 60s or early 70s. But this was a statue that was built, and he appeared 
and they started disappearing um, through the, um, the early 80s, and um, collectors got a hold of them and things. But anyway, so I got a hold of one of these characters and made a mold of one, and uh, so I'm starting to, to recreate a new army of these characters, and they're, they're very iconic. They're very, very popular on RoadsideAmerica.com. They're, that's sort of their logo. Mm. But uh, these these giants and the, they're they're oh, there's Americana as apple pie. I mean they're they've been seen all over America and um, and I just in fact I just erected one uh, last week a brand new one uh, wearing a cowboy hat. So that one's up in Urbana, Virginia. But yeah, you can see them um, uh, anywhere. Uh, I mean I did some up in I did one in uh, uh, Derby, New York. I've done some in Kentucky. So they're all the ones wow. I've done are all around. Are most of your works on roads east of the Mississippi, Mark? Uh, yeah, but, you know, I've done a lot of stuff over in uh, uh, Arizona and New Mexico. Oh, okay. Uh, i got a really great customer out there in Hatch, New Mexico, and he owns a, sort of a 50s diner. And, uh, uh, so I do a lot of real fun stuff, that you, you know, from, from that era. Now, I, I notice I see that, that you have uh, fiberglass creations. Is that primarily the medium that you work in, or is it, could it be almost anything that you have that you find to put together for this? No, I'll stick with fiberglass. Fiberglass is my uh, playground there. It's uh, my element, so to speak. Sure. But, uh, but I'll, I'll use a lot of techniques building up to, um, to that uh, fiberglass statue. In other words, I'll take a block of foam and I'll carve out. Let's say, for instance, I want to, to build a giant duck. I'll take a, a block of foam and I'll carve away anything that doesn't look like a duck, <laughs> and then I'll fiberglass over that. I'm currently working on a giant apple for a, a high school and um, a mascot uh, thing, and yeah. then I'm working on two horses. I just finished a whole big attraction. It took me four months to do. It's called Cowtopia, and all these cows, um, <laughs> they, they're cartoon cows, and uh, yeah, and they started out as foam, and, uh, and in this case, I made a fiberglass statue of one and made a mold of it so I could make duplicates of it. Wow. Now, by the way, I, you've got part of your uh, your webpage here is dedicated to your wife, Sherry Berner Klein. Does she participate in your artwork as well, or does she have her own kind of artistic expression? Well, let's put it this way. I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for her, because uh, well, let me so. ask you something. Let me, let me ask you. Here, here's some sort of a trick question. Um, do, you, do you know um, uh, who Disneyland was named after? Walt Disney, I presume. Mm-hmm. And most people are going to say that. Did you know Walt had a brother? Uh, yes, I think I did, yes. His name his name was Roy, and Roy was the one that made Walt who he was. In other words, if it wasn't for Roy doing all the books and doing and, and keeping, uh. keeping Roy down to earth, yeah. then, then Walt would have been out in the stratosphere just like I would have been. My yeah. wife is what, who keeps me grounded. Yeah. She does all the books. She's the CEO, the human resource. The, she's the up, the down. She yep. is the she is the one that uh, tells me, Mark. You know, you're going a little bit too far. You know, you need to. You know, she needs to pull the she needs to pull the leash in a little bit. I but she it. allows enough because she sees the power of what I do, and she sees that it all comes back to us. But um, but she is the Roy to my Walt. I love it. Mark Klein, by the way, has been our guest here. He's the artist who created the the cyborg that was pictured in our spring issue of American Road Magazine. Is there kind of a museum, a place where people can go to see in one place? representations of your art have you got a collection someplace well it used to be not anymore it's we've um we're expanding the studio and we we did conduct tours here at one point but we had to close that down because it got to be that we were having so many tours it was getting very hard to get the work done uh, yes and, and so so but but now 
don't. I mean, I did have a couple of other uh, attractions um, that people could go to, and oh. we had a major fire. We had a major oh. fire, and, and those burned down. So, so what I'm planning, I'm regrouping. And at, at some point, what I would like to do is eventually re- uh, open a, a school out here. So oh, yeah. Pass this on. I mean, this is a dying art. I'm, as far as I know, I'm the only one in the country, the only one that's still doing, really? doing this the way that it's, that this is being done. I mean, nobody really? else that I know of. And, and I would know. And by but, the way, uh, excuse me, Mark, yeah. I know on your website you have uh, one of your tabs is for workshops. So you have workshops now that you carry on that people can come out and participate in? Yes, absolutely. Now, we don't have this up and running yet. Okay. But, uh, but, but we, we're, we're putting this together so that, um, you know, again, so that we can, you know, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm like Willy Wonka here, you know. Instead <laughs> of sending out golden tickets here, I'm trying to find somebody that I can pass this on to. So uh, when I go, it's going to, you know, somebody needs to uh, to go out and fix all this. You know, these. Mark, it's interesting you say that because that was a qu- one of the last questions I had in my mind because so often as I'm interviewing people, for for instance, in the motel business, and many of them are family-owned and their heritage, and they've been passed down generation to generation. And, um, you know, the you can see... And the people who don't have somebody to pass it on to, where you know maybe one of their kids, they can't get their kids interested in it. There's kind of a sadness there because it really is something that's very special, whether it's a, a motel or a drive-in theater, or in your case, this wonderful art that you create. We all have to realize that there is beauty in the impermanence of things, and that mm. life is just a series of moments that are just strung together. And uh, you know, we just need to cherish what's happening now. And what what goes beyond us is beyond our control. Um, it would be nice for a sort of a kind of an immortal type of feeling, but it doesn't really matter. Right. As long as what we do now helps inspire people and, and does some good things. For That's folks. wonderful. Well, I certainly hope that your workshops are able to inspire some people. Who knows? Maybe somebody who hears this interview or goes back and looks at uh, the article that was in our magazine will get inspired by this. Mark Klein, thank you so much for the art that you create that uh, brings joy. And also, thank you for uh, being our guest here on the American Road Trip Talk. Sir, it has been my pleasure. This interview was brought to you by the Illinois National Heritage Corridor, which lies between Lake Michigan and the Illinois River. It's an outdoor recreational dream, beginning with miles of trails and waterways, stretching from suburban Chicago all the way to Starve Rock State Park. The Heritage Corridor has everything you're looking for in a weekend getaway or your next tour or meeting. You've been listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us online at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itinerary suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.